welcome to Canny Cross Conversations with me, Michelle. And me, Louise, talking all things dogs, running and canny sports. This episode is sponsored by the Get Stronger Run a Faster 5K course. It's great for canny crossers and runners to improve their 5K time and keep up with their dogs. Hello, welcome to Canny Cross Conversations. We're joining you today with a new Canny Cross Stories feature. And we have as our guest today, Harriet Innes, who describes herself as a disabled canny crosser. And um, we're really interested to talk to you today, Harriet. Thanks for joining us. Do you want to tell Thank us a little you. bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, I'm um, in my 30s um, and I have um, two rescue dogs, um, that only one of them I can cross and have um, some quite severe dis- invisible disabilities um, from the outside um, that limit my activity of which initially I thought that canny costs would be totally inaccessible to me but actually you really can do it um, I have a spinal fusion from L1 to my hips, basically, in layman's terms, um, which means I have no feeling in my legs, um, no ability to go to the loo, um, and I'm partially sighted. And then I have a few other, like, more minor injuries of, like, um, metal legs and fused ankles and perforated bowels and difficulties with that. But they're my main disabilities are my massive spinal fusion and my um eyesight. Wow. Those those are quite some challenges when you come to be doing a very active sport such as canny cross. So yeah, tell us a little about uh, tell us a little bit about your experience there then. I mean, how what prompted you to so I um Started rehoming um, some, well, I rehomed uh, back years and years ago. I rehomed the mad cat um, um, who came from Romania. And then I discovered that, and as a child, I'd had working dogs on the farm. um, And I discovered all these ex-hunting dogs that had been dumped and sort of ended up fostering probably about 300 and rehabbing them um, and finding them homes and keeping a few. Um, And um, one of my adopters who lives five minutes away, John, um, was really into canny grass um, and he adopted a GWP cross from me who I see good like four times a week, um, which is amazing to keep seeing her. Um, and I was like, oh no, no, there's no way I can do it. There's no way I can do it. Um, and he was like, nope, nope, you can. So he really, really like was like, got me into community. And we're so lucky down here that I have four or five clubs that are super supportive. Um, um, in the New Forest, um, and Bournemouth and Verwood, all those clubs. Um, have got such a range of abilities and support that 
what I thought that everyone was going to be at this super level of doing 15 minute 5Ks really wasn't the reality. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> in my head, because he was doing like 18 minute 5Ks. In my head, I was like, oh no, there's no way. And he like torched me. So when I had my late pointer, he unfortunately um, wasn't very well and died. But when I um, got Echo, um, who was a foster, and then stayed he talked me into it and my partner runs him as well. Um, and, um, yeah, so we haven't really looked back. I mean, we definitely made a lot of mistakes at the beginning with Kit. Um, and, um, he, he was, he, he yeah, maybe a pointer wasn't the best one to start. I know, people always do that, don't they? <laughs> Albeit he's calmed down a lot now and doesn't do, <laughs> could do a lot more, <laughs> especially uphill. Um, but it's definitely very accessible. I mean, there are runs that they put on now that, I mean, are 12-minute miles. So people can really get in. And it is a lot harder Um you just know it is and you have to see a physio more and you've got to see your doctors and you've got to find somebody like Georgie from Alton Sports yeah. that's going to help you with socks, um, kit, trainers. I mean, I'm collecting quite a few trainers. I don't have any road trainers, but... And they're all from Georgie, so it makes yeah. um and she's amazing i'll just message her and be like i don't know what i'm doing wrong um and she's like oh it's your socks or insoles or we'll change this and adapt this and yeah she's she's been a really good support and she's really good support when i see her races as well um and um yeah she's she's great because she yeah she's literally her shop's only 10 minutes away from me um yeah sorry no, I was going to say what you mentioned earlier is that the, the wonderful thing about Candy Cross, and I think is what you've just said has come across, that it is accessible for anyone. It doesn't matter how fast you are. Um, you can go out and enjoy it and everyone enjoys it. And everyone's so friendly, you know, and you're, you're just yeah. showing that about, you know, Georgie, who's sort of, you know, champion or whatever, but she'll 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 help anyone. Um, and she's there at races helping as well, isn't she? So she's really yeah, great. no, she's really great. Um, and I've done I've done a bit of bike tour, and James, I've met a couple of events, and he's like he's there at real cheerleaders for you, yeah. which is lovely. Um, and but also in the club, like you, I've tend to find that you make some of oh, everyone's lovely, but for me, like I've made a few like really like friends for life. And being disabled, you definitely must not compare yourself to anyone else because your journey will never be the same. Um, because it's you 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 aren't the same and it can't be, and you're not gonna be able to do what everyone else can do. But I've made some friends that are like total cheerleaders, and I mean one of my friends has sacrificed her race to help me because I've had a bad experience or I've had a fall um, and hurt myself. And there's just such so much support out there that you that it is such a good community um, and it's quite addictive. Yeah, very addictive. <laughs> yeah. Just tell me, though, so I'm, I'm, I mean, if, you, if you're happy to talk about it, I, I, sort of how, 
you say you've got no feeling in your legs. So yeah, no. how, does, how does, I mean, you're trail running with the dogs. Yeah. It's not, it's not a smooth surface surface or anything like that. So how have you adapted or how have you sort of gone along this journey? Cause you obviously you have falls and whatever. So how's it got better? You know, how's that journey gone? I mean, it, I mean, I started off um, doing like, I mean, I look back on my Strava and I was doing like 12 minute miles and having to stop. And I mean, I don't think I could run a hundred yards without falling over. And then, I mean, just before I got on in Christmas, I managed to get a 20 minute 5k, which like um, was a massive goal of mine, which I never thought I'd do. Yeah. I mean, admittedly, my partner did run in front of us, so I did have a bit of extra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it was... Um, it was, and I did it through Trail Dog, who are such, they're not anywhere near me, but I want to travel up to one of their events because they're such a lovely company, yeah. um, run company. I did it virtually um, and they were really lovely. Um, and so we just ran together um, and he's much quicker than I am. Um, they go and win lots of things together. Um, but um, when you you have to look back at that journey of how far you've come, um but you've got to I just spent two weeks well two weeks being really ill and Christmas day in hospital and then so I went out yesterday thinking oh yeah I'll be able to do it again and I can't and you have to you have to recognize that you're not going to bounce back the same and that's fine just looking at other people and comparing yourself can just be I think it's the motivating for anyone sometimes um that you've got to concentrate on your own journey and I mean I I take lots of pictures for myself so I can see how far like I've come in my journey to try and keep the motivation the motivation there but you definitely have to factor in a lot more rest a lot less yeah a lot less than other people would be doing um and then obviously because I have this weird addiction of rescuing animals Um, (laughs) but just just tell me about so has it benefited your um your condition yeah so um, making it worse or or what has it has it had a positive you know mentally as well as physically I mean mentally absolutely massively um I was like I had just my just lost my horse who I've entered up to a really high standard um it's much see there is a para section in riding and it's a lot easier slightly easier bigger sport I guess to be in um and was a bit of a my partner has like 50,000 hobbies so I was a felt a bit like I needed something and I felt like I needed Echo's confidence to get up and it was the perfect thing to get into um I I my core is a lot stronger like I'm a lot healthier um yeah it definitely has you have to you have to I mean I love muddy runs the impact is my body likes it. I mean, I know people hate mud, but I'm like mud <laughs> everywhere, please. Um, but um, it definitely, yeah, definitely. I have to sometimes if I have a monthly checkup, and sometimes they'll be like, you need to reduce your miles. Um, but overall, like the benefits definitely outweigh it. 
um, but you do, and I am guilty of this, you've got to listen to your physios and your doctors. Um, yeah. And if that means missing a race or missing some running, you just have to because you've got to think you haven't got one season, you've got years. So, or oh, I hope okay. um, that we were happy years together. So, yeah, it's, it is... It is definitely beneficial and I think mental health-wise getting out there is a massive thing for me because I'm not allowed to work. Um, so apart from volunteering. Um, so, yeah, now I don't know what I'd do. I'd be lost without it. I think we all would, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's really good to hear. And My other rescue says she would be lost without it and she's <laughs> yeah. not keen. <laughs> Sorry, Michelle, go on. Yeah, I was just saying, I'm really pleased you've chosen Canny Cross because it's not like you can compete on a level playing field, can you? I guess you're competing with against everybody. It's similar to the argument we were having about veterans, wasn't it? Um, like, yeah, that's really hard as well. Yeah. And then, like, stick me with somebody in the same age group with, like, a really strong hound and I've got quite a nervous rescue and something. I mean, people will move out of the way and I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> um but um there are like you've got to think about it as like your own journey um yes. and your own kind of like little goals that you've got and my your goals maybe have to be adapted and you might even not want to race and just do it socially which equally I know loads of people love um I just probably from horses get a bit competitive sometimes um but I know but more I want to like improve my times and things like that so it's more competitive with myself I think um but I do and also you get a medal at the end of pretty much every event no one knows where you came (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's always nice (laughs) we've done it which is amazing on um kits didn't we so do you want to Talk us through that a bit more. I mean, does do you um, need to think a bit more carefully about what kit to use? Massively. Um, shoes and socks, I just didn't even think in my head that they would be as important as they are. Um, and we started, so we're quite new. We, we started in February, but it was quite dry last winter. Um, and I kind of just like rocked up in my road, well, some like old road shoes, which I'm like, I think Echo might have eaten when he was a puppy now. Um, um, and yeah, I didn't, I just didn't think about it. I had a belt on that was way, was more of like a hiking belt. Um, I have to use the nonstop belt because of the way of the positioning it's the only one that I can get that doesn't hit my metal in my back mm. and I find that a great piece of kit um it's a lot lower than some of them isn't it Around yeah it. and I can I, I have the leg straps quite tight and I find that the pressure can go on like my lower hips more mm. and because it's so adjustable you've got so many options of where you put the belt um and he runs in a free motion um and they're lying so for me the non-stop 
suits us the best. Um, we did. I did try pretty much every belt out there, but I need that pressure. And which is why that belt's great because it's so adjustable. But I need that pressure to be not hitting a piece of metal because yeah, that was a mistake I made. Just wrong kit. And that's re- that's really important to hear and and sort of for other people that you're going to have to go out and try these things, aren't you? To to find what works for you, but also has the the safety bit that you're not like you said you started in a hiking belt that you're not pulling from the wrong place you still need to pull from the pelvis but obviously you've got issues in your pelvis so that you know you can adjust it I think that's really good and maybe if more people are getting into the sport then you know there'll be more advances made on the kit yeah I mean I haven't tried the arctic wolf one I think that one looks ish similar but I'm not sure it goes as low um I don't have it particularly low I just have it like on the lower part I think it's probably where it's meant to go, yeah. but I can't have it. Some of the higher belts that people run in, I'm I'm like, ooh. <laughs> um, but obviously that works really well for them, which is great. But um, but local clubs have kit bags. So, well, we're spoiled with our local clubs, but they have kit bags and you can go and try, I mean, for your dog as well. But if you're going out and you have got disabilities whatever they are um that you you can try you can try things I, probably my best recommendation is maybe don't do it with a pointer that's fresh doing yeah. it in a group down on hill <laughs> <laughs> we had a, we had a lady on didn't we um and i can't remember which one it was about it was about park park run oh, oh park yeah. Run. yeah yeah and um she was saying that she used to run with uh, a guy who'd lost his sight completely. Um, so they used to run together. And we must try and get him on, actually. We must try and find yeah. him again. Um, but that's, and so, the, you know, the way they did that, but so she was attached, she was like a guide runner, but she was also attached to the dog as well. Um, do you, but is your sight enough that you can see? Um, so no, I've got no sight at all in my left. Right. My bike can tunnel. So I, I think I do qualify for a guide runner. I do find that Echo has slightly adapted to help me. Um what way? Um, if there's something in the way um on my left or something's coming up on the left and I haven't quite clocked it, he does tend to move over um if we're out and it's tra- he's pretty yeah, he's pre- he's pretty good like that. Um, I mean, when we first started, it was all very exciting and it was just a bit ride or die. So my partner did quite a lot of the beginning parts with him. Yeah. Can you pop it? Um, <laughs> and <laughs> um, but he's 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 calmed down loads now. Um, but now, especially when you've got the right kit on your feet and you can break and stop and control the situation but yeah I, I do think I do qualify for a guide runner I mean I do know somebody that runs and he his vision is he's very quick and very good um and his vision is very good is worse than mine but he doesn't use a guide runner but I'm mm-hmm. sure he I don't think anyone will keep up with him um <laughs> <laughs> but I think yeah I think you would I'm but I'm not I've never asked at a race if you if I'd be allowed and I don't It'd be interesting to ask 
it, yeah. at one of the races if you yeah it, it would be interesting to find out wouldn't it because if you had a guide runner next to you um you could potentially run so much better couldn't you because yeah you're not so your eyes aren't they your self-preservation goes yeah. I but mean also, more I think I'm more self because I guess that's more comes as uh, comes at the last minute I may be self-preserved preserve my back a little bit more yeah. um yeah. and but yeah. I did find I over I was sort of overthought stuff uh, before um and it is a big learning curve but there are so many like beginner groups and people that are willing to meet up with you that have I mean you learn quite a lot quite quickly that yeah. have so much knowledge that can really help you there's a lot of um People like Michelle and I out there as well, Canny Cross instructors. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it will take you through it. But just, I just thought to me, I suppose it, a lot will also depend, we're talking about sight, on that you could teach your dog quite a lot, can't you? Because we obviously teach them Canny Cross commands. You could almost teach them like a, a guide dog would. I mean, I have no idea about guide dog training, but. You know, to to as you say that he's adapted to take you away from objects because he knows you're not going to tell him. So, um, yeah, you kind of think actually if you've got a little bit of sight that actually you've got a decent dog in front of you. Yeah, and his cues are really good. So if I see something last minute and I'm like right or near, I use near to move him over. He is really really on it more his reactions are really quick which I think he's learned that I might not see something till right at the last minute yeah Um, so he's he's been he's 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 a good yeah he's been a good boy I mean I haven't cracked the behind down a hill yet (laughs) I I like it when it's not like a death hill (laughs) I had to put my big girl pants on uh, when we were at where was that uh, the last race, where was that? I can't even remember now. It wasn't that big a hill, but I was just like, it was muddy and wet. And yeah, <laughs> I'd love it. Like when I'm in those big muddy trainers that Georgie's got me, they've got loads of grip <laughs> and it's downhill and it's all soft. So it all feels nice. I mean, that is my favorite. And it's not a like death hill. That's my favorite part. <laughs> but when it gets to like, because we've got the South Coast Pass. Um, I, I wouldn't fancy doing that with him because he also doesn't help me uphill. So it would just be yeah. a bit of a, yeah, wouldn't be particularly. He used to help me uphill. I hope when his confidence comes back, he'll yeah. help me uphill again. Um, but he is just a rescue from Ireland. Okay. Um, and he is, a, he is an absolute wimp. He's terrified of cats, everything. But he's yeah he's been a really good I mean initially probably quite quick but he's been a really good dog um, he just yeah he's just lost his confidence a bit um, but we're working through it um, so it is you work on both of you don't you you work on you and you work on your dog and I guess because two of us run him um, he probably he goes a lot quicker with my partner but my partner's not competitive. <laughs> at all um so he's only done a few um which he annoyingly doesn't run for like six months and then wins which annoys me um but um he doesn't have any injuries (laughs) i don't know how he does it 
Um, so, you, so you talk about um, fostering. Yeah. So tell us, um, tell us about that and and how um, sort of are you able to. Sit, you do any training with them? I don't know much about fostering, if I'm honest. Yeah, so we do. We sort of bring them in, assess them, kind of work out. I mean, the sorts of dogs that we're bringing in are <sighs> business GSPs, GWP, like HPRs, really. Um, kind of a few. I've got a Heinz, um, um, Romanian street dog, um, who. Um, is just going through her pat dog training because um, she well she might be a good marathon canny cross dog but she wouldn't give you any help um, but um, you kind of bring them in and assess them and see like if they could live with another dog cat, yeah. um, and stop it bed and um it's um we don't I don't do loads um health wise I can't do loads um but um it's really rewarding and it means that we can get out and run some dogs and show them off and then I can see them doing candy cross yeah um, and it is slightly aimed at I mean obviously if there's a dog in need and we need to take it and it doesn't want to do candy cross that doesn't mean it's out um but we've got so we've got a gsp coming in this week um from bulgaria who was found in horrendous condition but he is been in a foster home whilst he rehabbed and his dog cat child lived with so we're hoping to bring him in next week and then with a friend of mine ben we're gonna rehab him up and hopefully get him in harness and see how he gets on and normally they really enjoy it I mean we'll start small in a small group yeah um and not overwhelm him but um he's got a very confident dog a bit too confident maybe um so she should help him she helps echo a lot um so it's really rewarding um getting them out um and there are these breeds do love to run so um and it's quite safe because as a lot of these hunting dogs i mean mine all have recall um but um a lot of these hunting dogs don't so it is um something that you can run and then eventually get on the bike with and as well or the scooter and get them to get them to run i know james had Podenkos that he couldn't didn't have any recall which i think so he he started yeah. um i mean i can't say that mine don't have recall because their recall is really good um and most of the ones i've had have been good but um equally we mix it up with harness and rerunning um yeah. they were asleep a minute ago so you bringing them in, uh, you uh, specifically for canny cross and bike tour and stuff like that. Is that um, your aim, or is that just to get them confident at doing other things? And then you're trying to find them people that will canny cross them. Um, I mean, a lot. I think. Well, I guess like it's a bit like active dogs are happy dogs. I mean, the dogs that I'm experienced in. I mean, if someone gave me a German German Shepherd, yes, I could manage it, but I wouldn't know much about it. Um. Um. 
I kind of know how they tick. So um, they're the sort of breeds that appeals me. Um, and I tend to find that they get a lot out of it and a lot of confidence. So it works really well. And I've seen a lot of um, rem- <laughs> quite a few foreign rescues come through that have been reactive or have had problems and and English rescues um, or just reactive dogs in general come through and candy crosses really help them. Yeah. So where do you find your dogs then? I guess, have you got contacts with various... Just normally somebody will nagging me on Facebook. <laughs> right. <okay. laughs> or, or, yeah, just I'll just uh, get... Because we don't do lots, so we're not set up, like, to take... I don't want to start taking in, like, 30 a month or 10 mm-hmm. a month. It, it really is, like... I mean, like, 10 quality homes a year would be fab. Like, yeah. um, and I... I quite like running them a bit as well, so I pinch a bit of that. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it must be rewarding for you to kind of see the confidence grow when you take them out and they, you know, they're yeah. building confidence canny crossing. I mean, we've talked about that before, haven't we, in a previous episode about how, I mean, my own dog's a rescue. And, yeah, it's amazing for them. I mean, yeah, when they get first get here and they're, like, shaking in the corner... And then two weeks on, they're like running around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's, they don't necessarily have to go to County Cross Homes. I mean, I've had GSPs that haven't gone to County Cross Homes. I mean, there was a litter because they hadn't, they'd been starved till they were two months. And we, the vets didn't think that bone wise it would be a good idea. So they just went to really active homes. So it's not necessarily just the County Cross, they don't have to go to County Cross Homes. But as a fostering point of view, it's a really good way to help them um and especially when they first get here we're not sure on recall even though I do work on their recall um it is just a good way to get them out and enjoy you're really making me look bad in the background um, <laughs> it's fast asleep a minute ago you're gonna get evicted in a bit uh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah um, and mine, and I do think it's healthy for mine to have dogs coming in and out. Um, they, I don't think, well, they don't really notice. Um, They're used to it by now, I should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the cat's the boss, so <laughs> he says. <laughs> I mean, I've honestly, I've walked into a room where there was, I took four uncat friendly pointers and I was waiting for some fosters to come and I accidentally put wreck in there and he had them lined up against the wall and sit (laughs) and they were all not cat friendly (laughs) but I'm sure he's a cat so you you kept very busy with dogs basically aren't you (laughs) yeah but I think like mental health wise um and um my partner's military so he's away 90% 90% of the time so I'm on my own a lot that those friends that you make in Canny Cross um and some friends that you make that are real true friends for life like and you go out and you're like oh do you want to go for a run it even it's not official run it's just meeting up it, it is it's not just about races and competing like you make friendships yeah you do and you you cheerlead each other and I'm so happy for like 
everyone that does so well. Like if I can't race and I'm not there or they're doing a really long distance, which I'm not really meant to be allowed to do. And I don't think I could do it anyway. Um, and yeah, it's amazing to to have that support and give that support to everyone, which I think every which it, it seems to be pretty universal that everyone is really supportive. Well, we think so, don't we, Michelle? Yeah, we do. Yeah, you do need. Yeah, you do need a bit of extra. Like, I've got a couple of really close friends that um, Aaron and Izzy, who are like, who will really look after me. And after a race, I'll be a, I'll be struggling. Um, and um, they're amazing. They're like, take Echo and help me. Um, yeah, that's what, you want, Roger. that's what you want. That's what you want. Yeah. And I mean, I, yeah, I had a bit of a wobble where I got jumped on at a dark race. And and then it, I'm not, well, the steward said he got bitten, but I don't think he did. He definitely got flattened. But then I got flattened. And then he really, really was really shaken. And then I was covered in blood and thinking, ooh. Um, and Izzy, who's much quicker than me, could have just left me, but she didn't. She was like, let's just get around and have a have a nice time. And that meant a lot to me. Yeah. Like yeah. that she didn't um she didn't just kind of jump over me and go, see you at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that again, it's it's what the community, you know, whether you're just running, running with your dogs or whatever, that's what the community is about, I think. Um, you know, you find your little niche of people, don't you? And I, I think that's really, really important. Yeah, uh, and I, I think when I got my my goal was to get a sub 35k. And my friend Erin was just in front of me and she at the finish line, I could see her being like, come on, come on. And I managed it. And she, it was it was amazing to have that support. Um, and so you do find your like your your cheerleaders, I guess, and yeah. the ones that you cheerlead back um, within, even though everyone's lovely and you always meet so many lovely people, you do kind of find your special cheerleaders yeah, in that. Yeah. And you find more as you go along because you just meet so many people all the time. Well, um, we will meet up this weekend if I get yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully we both we both get there. <laughs> I don't know. If, well, I definitely do. I well, we're quite south, southern, but we're definitely we're. If I don't manage this weekend, we'll definitely be doing one. Yeah, no, we will. We'll, we'll I think. Are you going to do Fern Asians? Not at the moment. No, no. I'd like to do loads of stuff, but you just life, you know, gets in the way slightly. At yeah, times. I was well. I was thinking about doing the last one. I think. Yeah, we'll, we'll see in the future. Yeah. But all, all the dates are out there. Um, um, what does? So I mean, we we're conscious of time at the moment. So what yeah. does um, two thousand and twenty three bring to you? What are you going to? What's your goals for this year? My goal is to get stronger uh, and to. Yeah, I'm not but they are being annoying. Um, well, one being annoying, the other one's just lying on her back. Um, I would like Echo to get back his confidence, um, and in a race situation and in around certain dogs and in social situations, he can find it overwhelming. It's not very prey driven, so we don't really have that problem, but. If he gets his the confidence is more important than time. Um, I always think finish lines, not finish times. Um, 
So, and to keep listening to my body, but to get a sub 20 to, or just a 20 minute 5K would be, would be amazing in a race. I'm with you on that one. That's what I'm aiming for. But... Tasting the dream. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I've been on at Georgie about new shoes. So maybe they're <laughs> special ones. Special fast ones. So when you find them, tell me what they are. Oh, at the moment, I am loving in mud the X Talon 210s, which do not have any cushion at all. So um, they're definitely mud, mud runs. But yeah. they, they call them like a swim run shoe, but they are so light. Because that's another weird thing you have to think about when you're you've got a disability is if your shoes are really heavy which I had yeah. it you can't run very well and I absolutely those are my go-to love shoes at the moment because yeah. they are so quick but I have just been on about her about the ultras for a bit of cushioning when I'm not trying to speed around but yeah I look at my pace already and I've gone from like averaging 12 minute ride miles to averaging like I had some six minute mile runs to some seven to some eight minute mile runs. So, and I've upped my mileage. So, even in a year, like, even though you feel like you haven't come very far, like, if you actually really look back, you have come a long way. But yeah, that's yeah. 20 would be lovely. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, well, but the, dog, but the dog's more important. Dog confidence would be, would be get, getting him up to, yeah but he's only young he's only 22 months i think 20 months yeah yeah that'll come yeah and we might end up with another one maybe (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure that's a distinct possibility by the sounds of it yeah according to my partner they're all fosters i just haven't told him yet (laughs) well now i'll know because you just said it on here you won't watch it too busy <laughs> no it's like well i mean the cat's been here five years he must have a vague idea <laughs> <laughs> brilliant oh well it's been lovely talking to you today harriet thanks for being so open um yeah no everything. thank you for letting me like promote it and definitely if you're not sure or thinking about it or even you con- well i'm happy if anybody ever wants to contact me um if you do think oh i can't do it because i've got disabilities or I mean, I have, yes, I sometimes you need rest weeks. I mean, you you can do it. And it is something that is, and I thought I'd never be fit enough ever because I wasn't a runner. I was horse mad. Um, it is it is amazing. Um, so it, it would be lovely to see more people out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, out there. Um doing it with disabilities I mean I don't obviously don't need to advertise it but it would be nice to expand expand it brilliant yeah fantastic yeah thank you very much where can people find you then if they do want to contact you so um my instagram is ottos.legacy um from my late dog that I lost and because we have so many animals um and I wanted to carry on. I also use it to advertise um, and promote rescue dogs. That what happened to him was really sad. He was on an old Fitzpatrick. That um, he's kind of like who I run in my brain for. Yeah. So that's oh. our name. It doesn't relate to the names of my current dogs, but yeah. he's a big part of our lives in, in our hearts. So. 
Um, 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 so yeah, he um, Otto's got legacy on Instagram. Um, and yeah, I'm happy to yeah, happy to answer any questions that anyone has. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, we'll put a link to that in the show notes below the podcast. Right. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be back soon with another episode. Um, Canny Cross Cam- Canny Cross Conversations now has its own Instagram page. So be sure to follow us on that at Canny Cross Conversations. Um, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you to our sponsor, Get Stronger, Run a Faster 5K. It's great for canny crossers and runners to improve their 5k time and keep up with the dogs. And if you get a moment, please leave us a review. We'll see you next time on Canny Cross Conversations.